At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good afternoon and welcome to hour number two, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas. Your other host on the East Coast, Josh Applebaum, live out there in Boston. Uh, so the trade deadline has, is upon us right now, Major League Baseball. Uh, we got Chris Bryant, that news breaking right before with the last segment with Jeff Erickson, Rotowire. Uh, great call by both of you guys at the same time, really, Chris Bryant going to the Giants. Uh, Josh, what do you think? Yeah, so uh, we should have bet on that betting across America. We could right. really combine forces there. But, uh, man, uh, number one, the trade deadline delivered, Pritch. What an exciting time and a pleasure to be working with you while this thing goes down. Uh, just crazy excitement, crazy news. Probably the most most amount of players and big-name players that I can imagine, mm. I can remember, really, in quite a long time here. But, uh, obviously, great move, I think, with the Giants. The Giants were the team. Uh, I don't think it was a, you know, a huge surprise there. They're the one team with a great record uh, who probably is playing way better than they expected to play who was worth making a move for. And I think that's a good move. And that makes total sense. Chris Bryant there. So that was kind of the last shoe to drop. Uh, obviously Baez going to the Mets. Um, you know, we were, we were looking at uh, the standings here and the, the G men are still up. Uh, even though they're plus 200 to win their division, they're still in first place. The Dodgers are the favorite minus 150 still uh, the Dodgers. And I think Jeff made a great point. Andrew Friedman, the guy, mm -hmm. I think he treads the line. I think this is what high and bloom. And by the way, I, I always watch, uh, you know, Boston sports Twitter right now, Pritch, everyone's happy except the Boston Red Sox fans are saying, why didn't we do enough? We didn't do enough. Schwarber wasn't enough. 
So talk radio right now is hammering high and bloom the Red Sox GM. Uh, but I think Friedman lays out a great model. You can be a big market team and, and pay for players, but you can also create a really good farm system. I think threading the needle there, Friedman uh, has done a great job. So uh, a lot of crazy moves all across MLB, but I agree with Jeff. I think the Dodgers getting Turner, getting Scherzer, to me, that puts them in the driver's seat to defend their World Series. Yeah, put, uh, 10 players who were all-stars uh, were traded. Uh, I mean, that's it's incredible to me. JJ, our producer, just gave that to me right there, Josh. Uh, so it sets up an interesting uh, dilemma, I think, for betters. Because, for instance, you got the Chicago Cubs playing the Washington Nationals. Uh, both of those teams just had a wholesale uh, with their superstars. I mean, what do you do with that game from a betting standpoint? I mean, do you even participate or do you just avoid that situation? So, Pritch, you bring up a great point. We haven't hit on any of the games today. And by the way, I, I think there's a lot of value on the board. So we, we got the last hour here. We're going to mm-hmm. run through a lot of these MLB games with some sharp action. But game like that, I would go one of two ways. I would either not touch it at all because mm-hmm. I think today is a day where you got to be on Twitter and you got to look at lineups. Who's in the lineup? Who isn't? People got traded just because Baez got traded to the Mets doesn't mean he's going to play tonight. You know, these are the things you got to keep an eye out for. You got to make sure you know who you're betting on and, and who's where. Uh, so for that example, like I, I saw a great tweet, uh, Pritch, it was like uh, Batman, like, you know, when they're looking at each other, pointing your finger and it's like the, both the Nats and the Cubs are like, <laughs> we're going to trade the most guys. No, we're going to trade the most guys. Right. Like, so teams like that and like, like the Cubs and, and the Nats here, it's a layoff for me, unless there's something crazy line move wise where maybe even though both of the guys, uh, you know, both teams, you know, traded away a lot of guys, there's a move big to one direction, which tells me that maybe some respective money came in one way or the other. I'm looking at it now. It's minus 105. It's mm-hmm. a pick them. So it, it's like perfect. He's, they trade everybody. And so it's a toss up game, <laughs> right. probably a layoff for me, Pritch. I would say though, uh, late night, keep an eye on the San Francisco giants. They just talked about them. They just got Chris Bryant, uh, but it's kind of a sharp move to the, to the G men tonight. Uh, they open like a kind of a pick them. Minus 105, uh, kind of both ways against the Houston Astros. Astros um, are a team that they didn't really make too many moves here, Pritch. That was a little bit surprising. One of the few teams who didn't. But San Fran, they're all the way up to around minus 126 right now, Pritch. Mm. So uh, good move to the G-men. One thing I always like is these interleague line moves. If you see interleague steam, 10 cents or more, uh, it's been pretty good. I think it's about 62% uh, so far this year in Major League Baseball, especially if you're on a home team, especially if that is the – the style of baseball in the league that you got to play. So NL style ball for Houston going to the NL. So keep an eye on San Fran. That's a sharp play. Uh, I got down on San Fran earlier today. I'm, I'm liking the Giants tonight with that minus 105, minus 104 pick them now to around minus 126. Yeah, the Giants have been nice uh, to me as well as able to uh, cash some tickets with them. So that steam moved to the Giants, even though they're going up a good against a good baseball team uh, and the Houston Astros. But uh, the Giants being buyers there right before the trade deadline with Chris Bryant. Uh, we'll see what kind of impact that has in the second half of the season. But uh, I'm with you. I'll probably stay away. Uh, although I'm intrigued, though, Chicago, Washington, I, I just both teams decimated in terms of just giving away players uh, via the trade. Uh, it's betting across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host from Vegas. You're the host, Josh Applebaum, is out there in Boston. Uh, so, Josh, we're going to deep dive into the National Football League with uh, this football team, uh, the football team that's local out here in Las Vegas, the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, they have a win total of seven. Uh, it's not juiced up either way. It's minus 110 either way right there. First of all, your thoughts on that win total right there for the Raiders. 
Yeah, so Pritch, you know, a lot of times we can cheat a little bit just by looking at the juice, you know, seeing which side is, is being juiced up in terms of, you know, if we see a minus 120 on one side, then that means, hey, maybe either action came in that side or the odds makers are leaning that side. This, I think, is kind of the perfect number. You know, look at the Raiders last year, eight and eight. Their win total now is seven. On the one hand, you say, ooh, maybe I could go over here. Can they go, can they win eight games, uh, same as last year, even though they're getting an extra game this year? So I kind of think, I'm a little surprised that the over isn't juiced up, um, but I think you're going to play a division that is really improving, and you still got to play the Chiefs. You still got to play uh, the Broncos, who were high on with their eight and a half over win total, Pritch. Also, the Chargers, a team that, I don't think is as good as maybe people are making them out to be. They've kind of been the darling of the off season here. Um, but I think that's a really difficult division. You know, I still would lean over maybe, you know, they, they have, they still have Derek Carr, you know, they've made a lot of moves. I don't know if they've been, been great moves overall, but um, can they go eight and nine after you go eight and eight? I think the Raiders are the kind of team that gives you those, like, there's a couple week, a couple weeks string where you're like, man, this team could really do something here. Then they let you down and come back down to earth. So I'm surprised it's not juiced up either way. Tells me that they might be getting equal action both sides there, Pritch. So I can be convinced. I'm leaning over. Maybe this is an eight and nine team. But what do you think? You're you're on the ground there in Vegas. Tell me your tell me your thoughts here. Yeah, I'm leaning over as well. I mean, you look at the last two years with the Las Vegas right now, Las Vegas Raiders before Oakland Raiders and Coach Gruden uh, going into year four. They have the continuity with their car. Um, they've had some turnover on the defense. We'll get to that. They've had turnover uh, on the offense as well. But uh, what has plagued this team the last two years is that collapse in November and December. Uh, so they're a playoff caliber team. They just had to collapse uh, in which they went on those losing streaks late in the year. They can't do that, of course. But are they talented enough? Are they good enough? I, I believe they are. And, and certainly going into year four with Coach Gruden having the same quarterback, I, I think that gives the Raiders a chance to go over that total as well. I'm with you, Pritch. And again, that's why I'm kind of surprised it's not at least like minus 115 over seven, that sort of yeah. thing. And, you know, I'm going through their depth chart, you know, Carr, Jacobs, Ruggs, Edwards. Uh, we talked about uh, they got John Brown, too. Mm -hmm. If he can stay healthy, I think right. that could be a bonus to them. Uh, also, Darren Waller, a guy we talked about yesterday who, uh, Pritch, after the show, I ran to the book as fast as I could about all these Waller uh, overs from yesterday. Yeah. Uh, and then they bring in Leatherwood, you know, through the draft. Their defense, you know, Cleveland Farrell might be considered a reach or a bust, or I don't know. I want to, I don't want to be too hard on, but that was a very high draft pick. That's been so so. Um, they bring in Ngakwe. You know, you also look at defensively, uh, Trevon Morig. I thought that was a good move. Uh, safety who could be uh, pretty good to pair with with uh, with uh, who was it? Jonathan Abram, mm -hmm. one of those hard hitters back there. So I kind of lean over. Pritch, the one thing I do like, uh, no matter what is their week one game at home against the uh, against the Baltimore Ravens because that game and again we saw Lamar Jackson with COVID and you know how that will play out um, he'll probably be fine for week one but that's a situational bet for me uh, right now the uh, the Vegas Raiders they're plus four and a half at home against uh, against Baltimore for week one that's gonna be a primetime game your first Monday night game uh, just in general, I like going contrarian, putting on the hazmat suit for these <laughs> gross dogs in these primetime games because the, 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 you know, the, the Monday night, the Thursday night, the Sunday night, it gets so much public betting uh, that it really provides a lot of value to go the other way, especially on a home dog getting points. So uh, I'm looking at the Raiders four and a half thinking that may get down to four. Maybe this is a three-point game. The Ravens win. Uh, but what do you think, Pritch? Is the Raiders overall, and would you be intrigued by the points there, that first Monday night game? I would be, absolutely. I, I think the Lamar Jackson uh, could have an impact on the Ravens because you only have 18 to 20 practices 
throughout training camp. And, okay, if COVID's going to keep out your starting quarterback for a number of days, you're going to fall behind. Uh, and I think that gives an advantage to the Raiders, certainly from a preparation standpoint. Going to the defense, which has been the problem, and I think they were ranked 30th uh, in terms of points allowed last year. Uh, they bring in Gus Bradley. Uh, now, Gus Bradley is known for his defensive mind, and uh, certainly the system that he employs is not a complicated one. So if you look at all the talent on the Raiders' defense, they, they have a number of first-round uh, draft choices in, in the secondary, second-round draft choices uh, in the secondary. They had a third overall pick on, in Solomon Thomas. They got a fourth overall pick uh, in Cleveland Farrell. Uh, so this defense isn't absent of talent. It's just can it come together, though, Josh? And uh, that's the big question mark for me because if it does come together, now you're talking about a team that went 6-2 and two on the road last year, 2-6 and six at home. Uh, but with fans back in the stands, the black hole, a lot of people are anticipating of a lot of excitement out here in Vegas for the Raiders. Who knows? If they turn that around, you're looking at a pretty uh, big turnaround right there for the Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, I think you laid it out pretty well here, Pritch. I mean, make the playoffs plus 375. That's mm -hmm. kind of a juicy number. And I think one thing that it is reflective of the win total seven minus 110 both sides is that there's not really agreement here uh, in terms of the wise guys who they're leaning on, you know, up or you know, up or down the win total uh, higher or lower, because um, maybe you have some people saying, hey, this, you know, it's just a Gruden year. You're going to fall for the trap of all these high picks and they just don't put it together. Or you have maybe other people disagreeing and saying, hey, pretty decent roster. Um, I'm looking at their roster and Pritch. They're kind of their front four, their back four. They uh, look pretty stout. It's in the middle maybe that, yeah, yeah. I don't know, like Corey Littleton was was a big uh, money-free agent. Uh, Kwiatkowski, I think they could use a linebacker to really, you know, a fast guy in the middle who could kind of uh, bring the back end and the front end together. Um, but I, I I think you're right. You know, I lean a little bit over. Maybe maybe this is the year that things finally come together here. They have quite a bit of talent. They've had a lot of first-round picks. Um, and, again, I'll take the points in that, that Monday night right. game. Uh, but I'm thinking, hey, may, maybe that over seven could be worth a look here. Yeah, I put them in the category as one of those surprise teams. Uh, not, not a team that everybody's going to look to make the playoffs, but yet could surprise a lot of people along the way uh, and make the playoffs, Josh, because of all this talent. And again, you're, you are talking about Coach Gruden, who's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. There's only two uh, Super Bowl winning quarter, uh, excuse me, head coaches uh, in this division. You're talk, talking about Andy Reid uh, and then certainly uh, Coach Gruden. And then you got a new coach. Uh, out there uh, in Sandy uh, with the LA uh, Chargers, uh, and then you have Fangio, who's unproven as, as a head coach with Denver. So there's a lot of variables in this division, which makes it very, very interesting. But certainly the Raiders are in that category as being a surprise team, though. Yeah, great point by you, Pritch. You know, looking at, I mean, we expect the Chiefs to be good. They're probably going to be right. really good. They, have, you know, the high, one of the highest win totals. I think it might be the highest right there with the Broncos and, or sorry, with the uh, with the Bucks. But um, there are question marks still. You know, we're high in the Chargers. What if what if Herbert takes a step back? I'm, I'm I like Herbert. I don't expect that to happen. But a first year head coach, we like to bet against first year head coaches with win totals. Uh, the Broncos, we're high in the Broncos. Uh, what if there's injuries to their quarterbacks? What if you know they've been injury rashed by injuries? Uh, last year. So uh, there are some question marks there, even though I really like their roster. I just think with that seven, it just seems a little bit low to me, Pritch. So um, maybe we can, you know, check back in a week, two weeks, maybe it's minus 115 of the over. I think that's what you're looking for. If you want to bet this over a little signal mm -hmm. across the market that maybe some money is coming in to make you feel more confident uh, to hope for the, you know, an eight, nine win season. Right. And then, okay. So the question marks for this football team, 
will go on the offense, the offensive line. You mentioned Alex Leatherwood. Yes, he's good, Outland Trophy winner, uh, but he's a rookie. Uh, and then if you look at that schedule, uh, it is loaded with pass rushers this year. Uh, Khalil Mack, uh, Bosa, Vaughn Miller, uh, Miles Garrett. I mean, it is loaded with pass rushers this year, Josh. And so the revamped offensive line, that has to come together. They're very young. They're more athletic, uh, but yet not as experienced as that previous year's offensive line. Yeah, great point, Pritch. Also, you know, Cole Miller, guy they gave a lot of money to, who's been pretty good. You, you, incognito. I feel like Incognito's been playing forever, Pritch. <laughs> that guy will, will never retire. Um, but you, you are right. You know, we talked about the offensive line. You made a great point yesterday about their running backs. You know, you and I are both high on uh, Josh Jacobs going over his, what was it, 1,000 and a half yards uh, to the over for his rushing yards this year. Uh, but Kenyon Drake, you know, Jalen Richard, uh, Theo Riddick, these guys have had some uh, some injury concerns here. So maybe you want a little bit more depth. Um, I think the one thing maybe if you like the Raiders is that um, you're banking on Derek Carr, mm -hmm. but also they still have Marcus Mariota. This is a guy that, you know, my Patriots, I was thinking the Patriots could make a move for Mariota here. Um, they never did, but it's kind of good to have a little bit of insurance there. You know, if there, if injuries take place, at least give me a serviceable NFL veteran that could step in and, and be competitive here. So I think Mariota could be one thing to bank on. And for whatever reason, they still have Nathan Peterman. Right. I don't know <laughs> why Gruden loves Peterman, uh, but Peterman, Peterman's one of those guys where um, it's like Matt Schauber, one of these players who like, he won't ever play, but you look at his career and he made like, you know, $30 million over the course of his career. Like, I just feel like that's kind of the Peterman type situation. So uh, why does, why does Gruden love Peterman? Do you know Pritch like that? I can't believe that. I do not know. And you know, to be honest with you, he's a third quarterback. I, I think he is, is his pet project. Uh, and he wants to see it be successful. That's the only answer I have for you on that one. I mean, uh, Peterman, you, you remember him up there in Buffalo. I mean, uh, I, I don't know if this guy ever see the field, to be honest with you, uh, but yet he's still on the roster. So, uh, you, you know, and that's, I think, uh, something we should highlight and point out about the Raiders is they're relying on a lot of young players like Henry Ruggs III and Brian Edwards and, and people like that. So uh, if, if it does go sideways for this football team, they are inexperienced and they don't have a lot of talent underneath all these guys, certainly uh, deeper in the roster when it comes to uh, guys you can rely on. So a lot of questions in that regard for the Raiders though. Yeah. Great point, Pritch. You know, I'm looking at it here. Like, you know, you know, you pretty much thinking Darren Waller is going to be great for you, but uh, rugs, Brian Edwards, John Brown, you know, mm -hmm. they still have Hunter Renfro, uh, Zay Jones. They added Willie Sneed. That's kind of a sneaky move. Right. Um, a guy who could catch you some passes, veteran type guy. I think you need one of those three rugs, Edwards Brown uh, to have a good year, to have a big year, to give Derek Carr uh, one of those deep threats down the field. Uh, but you also mentioned like, you know, defensively they're, they're back for um, Damon Arnett. He was a high round pick. I think it was Ohio state mm -hmm. guy who didn't he break his arm or he got injured at one point. Um, you're going to bank on these guys to, to keep you in the game. You know, the one thing I would look at too, Pritch, I like the points in that one in a football, that week one game, the total, you know, typically primetime totals. I do like to go under. It's kind of the same thing. Public will bet the Monday night football favorite home team over. So unders do have some value. Um, however, 51, some shops look like they're 51 and a half. That thing ticked up a little bit. Maybe, maybe we're in for these higher scoring games. Like remember those Raiders chiefs games that uh, Raiders actually played very well against the chiefs, but you had those, those high, like 35, 32 games. Um, maybe, maybe the over could be worth a look for that game as well. Yeah, absolutely. If you look at the, the Raiders last year against the chiefs, they beat them. They scored 40 points on the road and then, okay, they lost uh, at home. Uh, they put 31 points on the scoreboard though. Uh, they split that series with the chiefs. 
uh, in terms of the two games. They split with the Chargers, too. They swept the Broncos. And uh, this is a team, again, they feel like they can compete uh, with the Chiefs. The Chiefs have kind of revamped their offensive line, too. Now, Yannick Ngakwe, he's supposed to add some edge pressure along with Max Crosby, too. Uh, so you're looking at a team that has top-line improvement. Uh, I've, but again, the, the question mark, if, if there's uh, something that goes sideways, injury, a key injury, uh, I think it kind of falls apart, though, for the Raiders. Yeah, and the depth is really the question, yeah. Chris. The depth is so important. You know, you, you don't need me to tell you this. Football is such a, such a violent physical game, and guys drop like flies, and Belichick is always next man up, kind of that mentality mm -hmm. here. So uh, are you really high? Uh, are you, like, you know, have all these high-round picks as your starters, but if they fall, if they, if they get injured, who will you have to replace them? And it's a great point to mention. So uh, you're banking on these stars to play well for you. But the more I think about it, the more I talk to you, Pritch, that over seven, I don't know. I, I'm leaning a little bit to that over seven. Yeah, no, I can get on board with that for sure. Uh, this is a good enough football team to go over seven. Uh, Darren Waller, uh, his prop out there, his totals right now, uh, 1,050 and a half receiving yards. Run to the, to, the, to the book right there for that one. Josh Jacobs, 1,000 uh, and a half rushing yards, nine rushing touchdowns as well. Yeah, that could be worth a look as well, Pritch. And one thing I'm thinking about too, uh, it's going to be the first year at the at the Death Star there. And when I was in Vegas, Pritch, I went back and forth from from South Point to Circa. That was right. pretty much what I did that a million times. And uh, you see that huge, sparkling, big black stadium, and they're going to have fans now. So you talk about at home. Could that be a boost? The, the, the teams with the best home field advantage. You think about like the Seahawks or mm -hmm. uh, or, or Arrowhead teams like that. The Broncos with the elevation. Uh, maybe the Raiders get that boost with finally having fans in that um, immaculate stadium that they've built. So that's something to keep an eye out for. Um, Derek Carr passing yards, 4,025 and a half. That seems doable to me. It does. If you're going to have, doesn't it like Waller is a big target. You have a lot of options wide receiver wise. Uh, you're going to need them to be healthy, obviously, but uh, can you get you 4,026 yards extra game? I, 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 would, I would entertain that one, Pritch. What Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I'm right on board with you. I think Darren Waller will move around the football field, uh, and he'll become more of that H-back slash receiver slash tight end. Uh, they have Foster Moreau back, who's going to be a true tight end uh, uh, for this football team. And then you have Alec Ingold, uh, one of the few teams in the National Football League with a fullback. Uh, he's a pretty good one, too. Uh, so then you throw in Kenyon Drake. Uh, they can get highly creative with this offense, which would help – Derek Carr uh, go over that total 40, 25 and a half passing yards. I'm with you, Pritch. And again, you know, this allows, you know, uh, Gruden to be creative. And, and now he has a lot of different options, different weapons, a guy that is, you know, known as an offensive guy who has can think up a lot of different things. I think a lot of options just in terms of what you want to do. It's funny you bring up the, you know, the half, the, uh, you know, the, the fullback here, Pritch, because mm -hmm. uh, Patriots, you know, we had James Devlin for a while, the big guy with like the neck roll there who would just plow <laughs> people over. Uh, now they have a guy, Jakob Johnson, who uh, I believe was from Germany and was through the NFL, like international program. So uh, it's funny, like the, the, you know, the fullback is going by the wayside, but you can incorporate them, Pritch. Uh, the fullbacks you played with, were, were they crazy? I mean, it's almost like a goalie in hockey or a catcher in baseball. You got to be wired a little differently to be a fullback. Oh, just, yeah, you are. the hole like that. Right. Yeah. You don't get the rock, uh, no glory. Are you, You're a battering ram, basically, right? And uh, so, and you have to have a fullback name. So the, one of the most memorable fullbacks I played with, Mac Strong. See, that, that's a fullback name, right? 
That's a great fullback. That's as good as it gets for a fullback, I think. Yeah, no, he was pretty good. Uh, Ledrov, Ricky Waters, Sean Alexander, too, up there in Seattle. A tremendous, tremendous uh, football player right there. So deep dive with the Raiders. By the way, the Raiders are all in this year. Chips to the middle of the table. Uh, a boom or bust season for them. That's why looking at the over for that situation. More betting across America when we continue right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Today's episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod features Saratoga Live TV host Lafitte Pinkeye discussing tomorrow's Vanderbilt Handicap and Jim Dandy Stakes. John and Mike Baird remember the late Dale Baird, whose record as North America's winningest trainer is about to fall. Las Vegas horse player and bookmaker Paul Zim handicaps weekend races. Subscribe at iHeart, Apple, Google, Spotify, or Stitcher. Or download it now at vcin.com slash podcast. The Ron Flatter Racing Pod is sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the show. Betting across America, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So just updating everybody with the trade deadline has passed us by here, Josh. Right before the trade deadline, Chris Bryant uh, has dealt to the Giants. Uh, and then also updating some notable names that were not traded. 
Uh, Trevor Story was not traded. Uh, Byron uh, Buxton as well, not traded right there. But uh, 10 All-Stars uh, from a previous season have been traded. It's incredible. The most ever. It really is. It's unbelievable here, Pritch. Uh, so I would look at five years from now, uh, what are the Nats doing and what are the Cubs doing? Because once you make all these moves, I give a team credit. Like, if you're going to bottom out, bottom out. Get rid of everybody. Mm -hmm. Restock the shelves. Give, give me as many high prospects as you can. And in baseball, you know, the cue of the prospects is you get them under arbitration control for many, many years. So, uh, you know, a young guy, like one of the big deals with Mookie Betts going to the Dodgers and the Red Sox uh, getting Verdugo is Verdugo uh, is under team control for I think the next four or five years. So this is one of the reasons why if you're going to, if you're going to clean house, like what the Cubs did and what the Nats did, at least you have with the future uh, team control, uh, controllable players and high end talent to bank on for the future. So it's tough for your Cubs fan today. You know, just the 2016 winning the world series, these guys now being gone. Uh, you hate to see it. Same thing with the Nats here. Uh, the, the Colorado Rockies, Pritch, your team, your, your, one of your teams, they, they intrigue me because why didn't you trade Trevor story? Yeah. He's going to leave as a free agent mm -hmm. and you could have gotten a return for him. I saw one thing or one tweet about how um, the, the, the return they got for Nolan Arenado was considered to be really bad. And uh, they had to get a lot for story to make up for it. If the guy's going to leave anyway, get what you can. He's going to, he's going to leave for, for nothing in the end. More, something's better than nothing. So that made no sense to me. Rockies, you're not going anywhere. Why wouldn't you make that move? Even a guy like Charlie Blackman, maybe you could have gotten something for him. Um, leads me to, to down to Colorado and San Diego tonight here, Pritch. Uh, I know it's a big number, but the Padres have been taking a lot of steam here at home. Uh, they won a, a crazy game yesterday. I think it was only three, nothing mm -hmm. really low scoring game, but um, it's weathers tonight against John Gray and a really big move here to San Diego. I know it's a big number, uh, but I would, I would consider laying this number with the Padres. They open minus 175. They've been steamed up to around minus 195 here. They're creeping up to around minus 200. A couple of things I like uh, steam 15 cents or more on a team off a win. That's 59% this year, pretty decent ROI around 4%. And then also uh, home favorites off a win. That's been pretty good as well. That's 61%. So, uh, and, and it doesn't hurt uh, Pritch. I got the stat in front of me, Colorado Rockies 11 and, and 39 on the road. Uh, they do not play well away from course field. Yeah. I think it's about to fall apart for the Rockies. You mean uh, <laughs> give them um, a golf clap because of the fact that how they played the first half of the season in particular at home, uh, but no Trevor Story trade. I mean, a lot of those players, they understand how poorly ran uh, that franchise is. So uh, I think it starts to get really bad for the Rockies in the second half. I'm with you, Pritch. There are these teams that I think this is important. If we're, if we're grinding, betting baseball every single day, mm -hmm. focus on the teams that made improvements and what kind of message does that send to your locker room that you're going for? It gives you a little extra juice. Management believes in us uh, versus teams that are selling off everybody and it's kind of just like, season's over who cares obviously you're playing for uh, a paycheck next year a job next year bringing in young players so on the one hand like betting on teams like the Dodgers or the Mets or uh, some of these teams that made these good moves on the flip side I'm looking to bet against the Pittsburgh Pirates down the stretch bridge I'm looking to bet against the Colorado Rockies you know the Cubs the Nats I think that's going to be important these lines could be shaded but betting against these teams that uh, really have sold off everybody that could be something or at least one thing you got to think about when you're capping the rest of these games the rest of the year. What about the surprise teams, too? I mean, teams like Seattle, for instance, uh, they're not out of it in terms of uh, a wild card situation. A young team full of prospects, though. Yeah, Seattle's intriguing. What's funny is I think Kyle Seeger, who's been there forever, he's still hitting home runs. I think he's got almost 20 home runs this year. 
uh, he was saying, don't give, don't sell away parts, like add parts. Mm -hmm. uh, they made that small move, I think, for Anderson, the lefty from the, right. the Pirates here. But that's a team that you don't think much of. The Mariners are scrappy, kind of like how the Tigers are scrappy. They, it could be teams you could maybe lean on uh, undervalued teams down the stretch. Yeah, we'll get to baseball a little bit later on in the show, but some big numbers are starting to show up, too. Uh, it's just one of those situations with the trade deadline. Uh, do you participate or do you stay away because of the psyche of the players? I mean, a lot of players were shifted today, uh, certainly with the Major League Baseball and all those trades. Uh, coming up next, we're going to go back to the National Football League inside the NFC North passing, passing and receiving totals. Those are next. The VSIN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is the time to get your all access VSIN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99. Or start your free all-access trial today at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, NFC North passing totals. Uh, of course, the headliner would be Aaron Rodgers. Not available yet on BetMGM, but we do have some from DraftKings in terms of Aaron Rodgers' passing totals. Uh, so here you go, 45, 50 and a half passing yards. How about that number? Oh, man, give me all the overs here for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. I just think this guy is on. A, I made the joke yesterday about Walter White becoming Heisenberg. This is uh, this is Aaron Rodgers becoming uh, just the bad man that we all thought uh, he might be just kind of just uh, light, light the room on fire and just, just have a career year. So a lot of these overs to me, I would lean mm -hmm. on, um, you know, Devontae Adams is intriguing. Guy puts up incredible numbers here uh, over under 110 and a half receptions, 1300 and a half yards. Um, Devonte Adams is another guy who, uh, now that Rogers is all in, you're going to get, you're going to get Devonte Adams all in as well. So uh, I could lean over to a lot of those Pritch. Um, but what do you think? Is this just like, does the locker room know? Do you think they're like, Hey, this is it for Rogers. He's gone after this year. He put a clause in his contract. He can't be, uh, can't be franchise tag. Let's just, let's just ride this train and, and let's do it all together for Aaron. Like win one for the Gipper here, Rich. Is that the kind of mentality? Would that be something you'd look for if you want to bet some of these, uh, over props? Absolutely. I mean, the mentality of just wanting to play at an exceptional level, I think that's where Aaron Rodgers is at. Uh, he was the MVP last year. I'm, I'm sure he's going to pick up where he left off last year and certainly uh, try to win a Super Bowl this year. Uh, whether it's not, it truly is, his, in fact, his final season in Green Bay. Uh, I, I, yeah, why would you bet under Aaron Rodgers in this situation? I, I'd bet over everything. I would too, Pritch. And one one that jumps out to me is is touchdowns. Only thirty five and a half. Right, Pritch. He had forty eight touchdowns last year. So uh, even if he takes <laughs> a big step back, I mean, you could have ten. What? I'm not, I'm, Pritch. I'm not a math math man, a uh, math wizard over here. But you could have what thirteen less uh, or twelve less and still cash this over. Mm -hmm. I mean, to me, the passing yards. He was that four thousand two hundred ninety nine last year. Get an extra game, maybe add three hundred there. 
that's going to be right around his number. But the passing TDs, give me the over there, 36 or more. Uh, and also the under interceptions. If you look at his, if you're ever bored, just go to like ESPN, look at his career stats. Uh, and his, his, his uh, interceptions are super low. You go through year by year. This is a guy that's only gone over eight interceptions, I think, twice in his career. And it was like his third year and like his fifth year. Uh, since that time, I think he's gone under eight in, I think, like 12 straight years. Mm-hmm. That under eight and a half could be worth a look, as well as the over uh, over touchdowns, 35 and a half. What about the other situations with the other quarterbacks uh, in this division? You got Kirk Cousins, uh, 4,200 and a half passing yards, 28 and a half passing touchdowns, Josh. Uh, and then Jared Goff of note. Uh, 3,995 and a half passing yards, uh, 20 and a half passing touchdowns. I mean, Jared Goff, uh, certainly the Rams wanted to move off of him because of uh, the inability to throw the ball vertically down the field accurately and consistently. So here he is with the Lions uh, with these passing totals. Yeah, so Goff, on the one hand, those numbers are pretty low and they seem reachable, uh, but it's tough for me to put my money behind Goff. There are so many... So many good quarterbacks, so many good over opportunities. You know, we, every day we're talking about more. Uh, I just don't know if I want to risk my my hard-earned units here on Jared Goff overs, especially on a, a Lions team where what kind of weapons do they have? I mean, really, they, they you know, you draft Penny Sewell. You got a couple guys left over. No more Galladay, though. Um, Marvin Jones is gone. I don't know. It could be a tough year there for Goff. Uh, I'd lean to Cousins a bit. I kind of like his over touchdowns. Can he get you 29 touchdowns or more? Uh, you got a pretty good offensive uh, weaponry there, you know, right. obviously with uh, your buddy Jefferson Pritch, who uh, who you pointed <laughs> out to us would have a great year. Uh, Thielen, you got a great running game. Cousins, 29 uh, TDs or more. I would lean that for Cousins. Well, let's get to those receiving totals because Justin Jefferson leads the way 1,300 uh, and a half receiving yards in his second season, Josh. Uh, and eight and a half uh, receiving touchdowns. The guy uh, is incredible. Then you got Allen Robinson up there, 1,075 and a half receiving yards. A lot of that predicated on the quarterback situation for sure. Uh, Thielen, uh, anybody else here on this list that you like? So Jefferson, that number is high. I do like the over. He had 1,400 yards last year. Now he's going into year two. Uh, and Pritch, I got some stats for you. It's a Friday. Let's have some fun. Okay. There was a, there was a, there was a wide receiver in 1991, 22 years old. <laughs> For the Atlanta Falcons, uh, he had 624 receiving yards. Year two, he jumped up to 827 receiving yards. His TDs went from two to five. So, Prish, my question is, do you know who that is? And the other question is, uh, how more comfortable, confident were you were you year one to year two? And do you think Jefferson, uh, that's a reason to maybe bet on him with that leap there year one to year two? Yeah, year one to year two is magical. You sure that wasn't seven touchdowns for that receiver? Shortchanging him a couple, I think. Maybe they got it wrong here, Pritch. <laughs> I, I got I to double. It says five. I, Does I, it say I, five? We'll talk to him. Okay, yeah, we got to find like, out who put that in there, uh, by the way. <laughs> no, yeah, year one to year two is everything. I mean, it, the game is so fast, year one. Uh, you get prepared for that. Uh, and I was actually the third option uh, in that offense. So catching 50 passes was a lot. Uh, and then my second year was able to understand the league a little bit more. Uh, and then after my third year, you know, at the time, I was the fifth fastest receiver to 200 catches in the history of the game. So uh, it does click faster for you as a receiver. With the ability that Justin Jefferson has, uh, it's incredible. Sky's the limit for this guy. I agree that over 1300 and a half definitely seems doable. Uh, Pritch, your third year, it says you had 17. Oh, okay. So, I was off. Uh, maybe, maybe that was it. But, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but, but still, I didn't shortchange you. I, again, I'll, hey, I'll write a letter to the editor for the stats guys. If that's wrong, we got to fix that. But it it, I knew like, it was uh, one of those year years. Three. <laughs> year three. <Yeah>. Okay. 
you're well, trending in the right way, of course, certainly, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and again, that and speaking, you know, having you tell us that, I think that's some great intel because uh, you could be saying, hey, did, did this guy get lucky? Did he get fluky? It's kind of like a pitcher, a young pitcher that just strikes out everybody. Is it because they're just not used to him? They don't know how to hit him. They haven't seen his fastball yet. However, that jump one to two uh, can really be a big jump, especially after a good first year. So I like the fact that you kind of concurred with that, Pritch. To me, that would give me more uh, more confidence to bet that 1300 and a half for Jefferson. Absolutely. Uh, some great names on this list, though. Adam Thielen, uh, like we mentioned, 1,000 and a half yards, nine receiving touchdowns right there. He is a red zone threat. Uh, the guy knows how to, he has a knack of getting open, finding open areas uh, out there on the football field. Kirk Cousins, though, uh, he needs to deliver a lot of pressure on him at the quarterback position there for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, coming up next on the program, uh, again, recapping Major League Baseball, all the trades, all the deals. we we'll get to some games as well as uh, a big gross play, I think, uh, from Josh Applebaum. This is coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Turn a $1 wager on the Cardinals or Twins into $100 with BetMGM if either team hits a home run. Just use bonus code VSIN100 when you sign up with the King of Sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com for more details and make sure to use promo code VSIN100. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan. New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 800-522-4700. In Colorado, Nevada, Washington, D.C., and Virginia, 800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line, 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, Major League Baseball trade uh, deadline did not disappoint. Uh, so many moves. Uh, Chris Bryant to the Giants. That was the latest one. Any move in particular standing out to you from a betting perspective that uh, you're looking to back in the second half? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, you know, deservedly so, the Dodgers obviously getting Scherzer, getting Turner, the big Baez move, mm-hmm. you know, the Chris Bryant move. I think one move that is kind of under the radar that I think is really important is what the Chicago White Sox did. Right. You know, getting Cesar Hernandez, a good second baseman there to plug into that lineup. But really, the Kimbrel move, I think that is a sneaky good move. Um, you know, they had to give up quite a bit. Nick Madrigal, who they sent back to the Cubs, uh, he was, I think he was a first-round pick or highly touted second baseman. But seriously, Pritch, going into the playoffs, mm-hmm. like you have a huge lead. I think they're minus 10,000 to win the uh, the AL Central, so there's really no value there. Second best odds to win the uh, the American League behind the Astros. I think they're plus what, 300, plus 400, something like that. But really pairing up that back end of the bullpen, Kimbrel is having a fantastic year. As the guy's put up great numbers for a long time, he's, he's still having one of his best years overall. If you have a lead in a playoff game, and the, just the way that Tony Larusa can now manage these games, uh, if you get some decent starting pitching, pitching you shorten the game here. Um, and I also think you know Lance Lynn, Cy Young. We mentioned him yesterday. I think he's plus one ten now. The favorite, he could be worth a look. But just having both Hendricks and Kimbrel in the back end to me is may- probably the best one two, uh, maybe by far uh, in Major League Baseball right now. So ha- knowing that you can just get a lead or even a tie game and keep you in it. Uh, I think that's a big underrated move. It may not be the flashiest, biggest name, but I think the White Sox really sneaky getting Kimbrel to pair with Hendricks. That's a lethal uh, one-two combo there in the bullpen. I agree with you, Josh. I think it was a necessary move too when you consider uh, what everybody else has done in the AL. I mean, uh, the White White Sox, they have uh, the power in the lineup. They have speed uh, on the bases too. They have defense. Uh, So bolster uh, the back end uh, or bolster your bullpen in this situation uh, uh, back end of your rotation too a little bit, but uh, I think for the White Sox, if you're looking at the Yankees or the Red Sox or or the Astros, I mean those lineups are fierce, right? And so you have to combat that somehow. 
Great point, Pritch. So are you just going to outslug everybody? I mean, you can yeah. bank on that, but can you really, uh, once you get into the, the postseason, you know, the old adage is, you know, good, good pitching beats good hitting. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a great point by you. Like uh, your lineup looks pretty good. You're getting guys back. Eloy Jimenez was a guy who got hurt in spring training. He's coming back. Luis Robert could be coming back. You're, you're feeling good about your, your lineup. You're also feeling pretty good about your starting pitchers. Uh, Lance Lynn's having a career year. You still right. have Keuchel. You still have Giolito. But if you're going to beat the best, how does you know how are you going to beat all these big boppers from these other teams you're going to have to beat with some really good pitching? And I think the great point by you, that lethal bullpen is a different way to attack. You can't outslug everybody. Maybe you can try, but having better pitching, that could really benefit you uh, in the playoff home stretch. Right, and I thought Jeff Erickson made a great point uh, earlier in the show when he mentioned how the Yankees – uh, I, I, I teased them a little bit or, or joked a little bit about uh, they have linebackers and defensive linemen on that lineup right now, and they and they do. They're massive guys out there, but they didn't do anything about their pitching. Uh, Cole seems like he's falling apart at times or can be erratic at times, too, certainly. So uh, Yankees not doing anything from a pitching standpoint. Yeah, I think that was the disappointing part. I mean, I, I do think their lineup needed a boost right. there. Because, uh, Pritch, you and I were doing shows where, you know, uh, you know, last week, week before, I mean, they're sending out their five through nine hitters, guys you never heard of. I mean, Brett Gardner is hitting lead. I mean, no offense <laughs> to Brett Gardner, but he's pretty long in the tooth here. So uh, I like the moves to, to, you know, give a little juice to their offense with Rizzo and with Gallo. But you're right. You know, you still have Cole. But who's after that? I mean, Severino, could he come back? I think he's still injured. I'm not really sure uh, if they expect him back. But Corey Kluber was a guy that right. Kluber, I think, was the one that they were banking on. He looked really good for a while. Ends up getting injured. Now you have Tyon. You have Herman. I'm surprised the Yankees didn't uh, pick up a guy like Gibson, like mm -hmm. Kyle Gibson right. for the Rangers. Sneaky good move there for the Philadelphia Phillies. Exactly. Why couldn't the Yankees get down on him? I think they got Andrew Heaney, the lefty from uh, the angels. That was one move that they made. Maybe you're banking on him to pitch well, but I'm surprised they weren't in on some of these bigger pitchers. Maybe that would have been a, a smarter move than just, you know, you know, bringing all these sluggers in. maybe you want to go pitching route. Yeah. Do you have any Intel on sale at all out there? Bust? He's getting closer. Pritch. Okay. So it's funny. Uh, I'm, I live on the outskirts of Boston. I live in a, a town called Burlington. It's about 10, 15 minutes outside of Boston. If you go further West Worcester, which mm -hmm. is pronounced Worcester, Rich, just so you know. Uh, they're the new Red Sox AAA. It used to be in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Now it's in Worcester. Uh, and, and Chris Sale just had a rehab start there. So they're targeting early September, late August for Chris Sale. So uh, I was dreaming of Sale and Scherzer one-two punch in the playoffs. Now now I just need Sale and Evaldi. Maybe that's who I'll be banking All on. All right. You got Schwarber. Don't, you know, don't sleep on that, <laughs> right? I mean, I know people Love are disappointed a little bit, though. Uh, what about the Mets? You got some games? I mean, uh, only you, I, I think. Uh, there could be other people participating in betting baseball <laughs> today. Uh, do you have any games uh, on your radar that you're participating oh. in? We got a lot of them, Pritch. So let's just let's just go down chronological order here, my man. What do we got? We got five minutes left. So uh, first one, I'm on the Mets. I like the Mets okay. here at home against Cincinnati Reds. Not the bias factor, but what I like is Carlos Carrasco is coming back from injury. He was part of the Lindor deal uh, with uh, with the Indians here, and and he's making his debut. He tore his uh, I think he tore his hamstring in spring training. He's going up against Sonny Gray tonight. Normally, I'm like tread lightly, kind of with pitchers making their debut. Because you never know how it could go. It could go great. It could get bombed. But uh, I love this move to the Mets. Even though Carrasco was a bit of a question mark making his debut tonight, mm -hmm. they opened minus 110. They're all the way up to around minus 140, Pritch, minus 136. So uh, Mets have been great at home this year, 32 and 18. Uh, pretty good steam move in their favor as well. Non-division steam, uh, 10 cents or more, 62% uh, so far this season. So looking at the Mets in that spot, 
Uh, also looking at uh, a couple more here, Pritch. We mentioned Seattle. I think Texas could be a team that you might bet against down the stretch. Seattle is on the road at Texas. Uh, this is Gilbert against Allard. Saw a big move here to Seattle. I think they're like minus 140. They're creeping up to around minus 155, minus 160. Uh, so that's a decent move there to Seattle. Right. Uh, another one is the St. Louis Cardinals, Pritch. Um, this was a play with Barrios, who got traded to the uh, to Toronto Blue Jays. He was supposed to pitch here. He gets uh, traded. They put in a new uh, new starter here, Jax. He's going up against Wade LeBlanc. I like the Cardinals in this one. Huge move to the cards with Brios getting scratched and traded. At one point, they were like a plus 117, plus 120 dog. Completely flipped all the way to minus 140. So that would be another uh, interleague series line move in their favor, uh, which would be about 60% so far this season. Uh, a couple more Milwaukee Brewers. The Brewers are at Atlanta. Uh, it's Tiki Toussaint going, going up against Corbin Burns. I really like that pitching matchup for the, the Brewers here with Corbin Burns. The Brewers went from like minus 130 up to around minus 140 ish. So that's a pretty decent move in their favor. We have seen these non-division favorites uh, off a win uh, road team, 66% so far this year. And then another one before we get to the hazmat play, uh, <laughs> the Yankees. Okay. I know we're talking about the Yankees here, but Miami, they're kind of in, they made it, they got rid of some players. They get rid of Starling Marte. They could be a team that maybe a bet against down the stretch. Uh, I think Gallo is in the lineup here for the Yankees. I was going to ask you, Yankees, have you, have you seen a lineup for the Yankees yet? I'm looking at it now. I'll refresh my page. Let me find it here. Da, da, da. Not yet, Pritch, okay. but I did see uh, they, make, they make you shave your face when you go to New York. Pritch, so uh, <laughs> I, I couldn't play for the Yankees because I, I like rocking, you know, the half beard here. Yeah. But, um, but with uh, Gallo in there, I think he will be. Uh, Yankees went from minus 140 up to around minus 160. That's another big move toward the Yankees. That would be that interleague line move so Josh, uh, in their favor system match. I see an expected lineup. LeMahieu, Judge, Rizzo, Gallo, Sanchez, Torres, Urshela, Gardner, and then a pitcher. Well, Talion because they're going up against That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I mean, it's expected, but I don't – I mean, you think that'll happen? We'll see. I don't know about Rizzo and Gallo back to back. I mean, you want to go lefty righty, that sort of thing. But uh, yeah, I would be Rizzo. I'm surprised if he's ready to go Gallo. I think he is, um, but maybe that's part of the move. If these guys are in the lineup, why we're seeing the steam to the Yankees here on the road. Wow. And then the hazmat, what you got. <laughs> that, that's hazmat. not the hazmat, right? That's not the, here's a hazmat fridge. <laughs> we're going to lay a minus 154. Uh, on a team with a below 500 record. That's the hazmat play tonight. Uh, the Detroit Tigers, uh, they're 50 and 55 this year, but uh, sneaky move toward the uh, the Tigers here. They got to win yesterday. Um, I think, what did they win? What did they, I think it was like, what, six to two against the Baltimore Orioles. But Detroit open around minus 130. They've been steamed up all the way, minus 150, minus 154. Uh, they've been actually really good at home. You don't think of it, but uh, Tigers at home, 29 and 22. Baltimore been somewhat of an auto bet on the road, 18 and 33. And the Tigers have only been favored, I think, in like 15 games this year mm -hmm. or, or 13 games. They're nine and four as a favorite. Uh, Baltimore, 32 and 59 as a dog. So uh, I'm not, this isn't a fade Harvey play. Uh, it's more of a betting on Detroit than a betting against Baltimore. I, I like what the, the scrappy Tigers here have been doing here recently. I'll, I'll, I'll lay it with Scooble. I know it's a hazmat laying a minus number with a sub 500 team like that. But give me Detroit Tigers here uh, tonight, laying a minus one fifty-four. Vegas, yeah, Vegas has Detroit at minus one forty-eight now. Josh, better number, better yeah. number, Pritch. There right. we go. Shop around as always. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, my friend, great job this week, Dow. Uh, this was awesome. 
Uh, the trade deadline did not disappoint, but just so much knowledge gained uh, by doing shows with you, man. It's been incredible. It's been great, Pritch. You're doing a great job. And, and hey, this two hours, this is the fastest two hours ever done. Talk about just uh, endless things to talk about. Great tra trade deadline. Have a great weekend, Pritch. You too. You do the same, Josh. That was outstanding. Again, Josh Applebaum, again, great market insights, great information all over the place all week long. Uh, Come up next here on the network, my guys in the desert right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.